Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Apple Podcasts, if you can do me a big favor, leave a rating and a review. It helps me out a great deal with Red Rank Podcast. So I know it's been a hot minute, and I wanted to give y'all a, a quick update on what I've been up to. Uh, basically, since the last time I recorded and even before that, I was going through a little bit of a tough time. Uh, okay, I won't lie. I was going through a really tough time and I'm still going through it a little bit. Uh, in, in short, you know, life happens. Um, I wanted to be in a good headspace before I got back to this podcast. I lost a couple people in my life that were close to me and um, hit me hit me really hard. It had me thinking of my own mortality and mortality of the people around me, friends and family that I love. And it just, uh, it really put me in a pretty dark place and I really don't want to trigger anybody, but you know what? Friends and family around me have been very uh, supportive. We've all sort of, you know, provided support for each other and love for each other. And it just makes you appreciate life that much more. So I'm, you know, mentally uh, a little down, but not out, of course. Uh, I, I have have been streaming on Twitch, uh, still putting out TikToks and moving forward. Uh, losing people in my life is something that's been a constant throughout my whole life. That's uh, one of the things that comes with coming uh, from a big family. Doesn't get any easier, but uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk too much more about it. Let's move on, though. But, uh, you know, a big thank you to the people who asked me for updates on the podcast. I see see you listening to the podcast i see the downloads each day we actually just passed 1000 downloads which absolutely blows my mind uh so i just want to thank everybody who has been with me on this journey and uh thank you big thanks to my friend jess who has been probably my biggest supporter anytime i see her in my chat or her chat you know she's like yo when's the next episode coming and i finally just you know i kind of let her know it's like you know i i and of course she's just really excited for the podcast right but i was just like yeah i've just been having a really tough time on a on a personal note but hey we're back Friday, so she's really excited for that. So, Jess, if you're listening, thank you very much uh, for your words of encouragement. It, it really lifted me up a great deal. So we're going to talk about a few different things today. We're going to talk about the current meta that I've observed over the last month or so. We're going to talk about dead hard hit validation. It's, just, it's very controversial in the Dead by Daylight world. We'll talk about Michaela Reed and how Mika the Michaela Reed edition has changed the way Dead by Daylight is played. We'll see. We'll see. Is it is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And then we'll wrap it up and I'll talk a little bit about the most recent interview with Sergeant Fidget, which was amazing. So the current meta of Dead by Daylight, basically every survivor is running Borrowed Time and Dead Hard and a mix of the following perks to fill in the other two. Boon Circle of Healing, Iron Will, Decisive Strike, Prove Thyself, and Adrenaline. I'm actually seeing a lot less of Unbreakable and Decisive Strike. I think we're seeing less of those because killers, I believe, aren't slugging or they're they're finding a good balance between slugging and not slugging and waiting out Decisive Strike. So I think that survivors are getting less value for Unbreakable and Decisive Strike. And, uh, you know, those are two of the most powerful second chance perks but um, yeah, it's really interesting. It's been really interesting witnessing those two perks getting used less and less. Now, in an organized SWIFT, 
which is a survive with friends with four people. There might be one person who who is the designated decisive strike unbreakable. I've seen that. But for the most part, uh, I play solo queue myself when I'm playing Survivor. Not really seeing it as much, which is really interesting. Uh, changing gears really quick over to dead hard hit validation. You might be asking yourself, what is that? <laughs> In a nutshell... Anytime a survivor uses dead hard, the server checks for hit validation to see if dead hard should dodge the attack. Now, the results can be very frustrating from the killer's side. When dead hard validation kicks in, the survivor dodges the attack, but what the killer sees and hears, the killer hears a successful attack. They even see blood splash on their screen like their weapon landed a hit with that survivor. And then the survivor screams as if they went down. I was on the receiving end of this the day that Dead Hard hit validation went into effect. And it was completely disorienting as a killer. It's not that I don't want Dead Hard to work the way it's intended. Because that's what's happening. Dead Hard is working the way it's intended. But this implementation is severely flawed because killers are seeing and hearing a hit and then they're expecting the survivor to be down. What happened with me in my worst scenario of witnessing this happening was um, I hit, I think it was a Dwight, he was vaulting over a pallet, and I hit him while he was in the vault animation, which on my screen, that's a valid hit. He was injured, so I heard the hit, I heard him scream as if he went down, and because there was a pallet there, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna break the pallet, and then get him on a hook, and then resume the next chase. So so I hit him, you know, broke the pallet. I looked down to the ground. I was like, oh, he's not there. I ran around the corner. He's not there. I'm looking around the ground because at first I'm like, does he have tenacity? Like, did, but I was like, wait, I don't see blood dragged across the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't actually hit him. What happened is on his screen, he vaulted the pallet and then pressed E to win to get a dead hard, dead hearted out of there and just kept running. All the while I'm sitting there breaking a pallet and looking for him on the ground. That is a drastic change to the way dead hard works and the way this game is played everybody's saying oh just wait out dead hard wait out dead hard and i get where they're coming from but in that scenario where i hit him mid vault am i supposed to wait now for survivors to finish their vault animation wait for their dead hard to go off and then hit them like is that where we're at now because if so i'll be I'll be writing a letter to behavior in that case. Um, it's very frustrating and we're we're all going to have to adapt. But the biggest change I want to see is I want to see that sound, the hit sound and the survivor screaming removed. I know it's a tall order, but come on. Like if we missed an attack, we deserve to have the regular sounds, the regular actions actually play. It's caused a lot of... Uh, arguments online and two of the most vocal people i've seen online are scott jund and dowsey scott is being kind of he's being a little um i don't want to say rude about it i don't even want to say disrespectful about it he's being very blunt about the change and saying dead hard works the way it's intended get over it is basically the tone of his stance on it and i get what is what he's saying at the same time he is also saying yes it's very annoying that you hear the sound of a weapon hitting and the scream of the survivor falling down. Dowsey is saying the exact same thing. At the same time, though, Dowsey is more sympathetic to, to towards killers who are under the impression they had a successful 
chase when it takes a you know half a second couple seconds or in my case five to ten seconds before you realize that chase didn't actually finish so it's going to be a really nasty thing that there's i don't think there's an easy fix i think right now killers just need to get used to waiting out dead hard which is something we we all tend to do most of the time anyway and we all need to get used to that hit sound and the scream of the survivor and actually looking over at their portrait to make sure they're down but if their portrait is still up they're still running it's a really weird trick to my brain it's going to take some getting used to but that's the state of dead by daylight right now it's really frustrating i i hear you killers dead yes i agree with scott dead hard's working the way it should be yes we should be waiting out dead hard but i agree with dowsey i'm sympathetic to when you hear the sound and you hear them go down in your brain that's very frustrating those two things can be true and they're both saying the exact same thing but it's causing the general audience of and players of dead by daylight to get really upset and mean and nasty with each other i've seen a lot of subtweets, a lot of lol get over it noobs and i'm not naming names in this case no good can come from that but i did want to use scott and dowsey as examples because they've been very vocal about it and they're both very smart about the gameplay mechanics of dead by daylight i'm curious what do you think um what's been your experience are you enjoying the dead hard change do you hate it now it's funny because technically speaking it did get a buff as far as i'm concerned when a perk gets a change and it operates better that's a buff now people are saying it took five years for them to get dead hard right and it's just working the way it's intended that's also true but the way it works uh yeah it, it is working as intended it is working the it is working better than it did the week before that's a buff in my opinion and that's all it is my opinion you know take it or leave it <laughs> so that's all i want to say about dead hard for now it won't be the last time we talk about it i'm sure now there's a new survivor introduced to dead by daylight since the last time we talked michaela reed who is a witch who has teachables called what is it, boon circle of healing boon shadow step and clairvoyant now the introduction of michaela reed has definitely changed the way dead by daylight is played now is it for the better you tell me boon circle of healing and boon shadow step are seen a lot of use so basically what those perks do is you bless a totem with boon circle of healing so you run up to the totem and on mouse and keyboard you press you press and hold e for 16 seconds on a dull totem or 24 seconds on a hex totem and then you bless it and the totem then starts to have this blue glow there's like an 24 meter aura around it and it's actually really loud as well so that the killer can find it pretty easily and snuff it out it takes i believe a second and a half to snuff out one of these blessed totems and you can bless it an infinite amount of time the killer all they can do is snuff it out and then the survivor can just go bless it immediately now what's happening though is survivors are fixing a couple generators in a corner of the map and they find a a dull totem or hex totem close to those generators they're fixing in a corner or side of the map they're blessing those totems so that they have a heal station there and the thing is for the killer to go snuff out those blessed totems they have to leave an area where there are generators over to a side of the map that does not have any generators so they're they cannot protect 
their generators in that spot. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a real big problem. Now, how does this change the way people play? Well, what's happening is survivors are taking a hit and then they'll run from one corner of the map over to the other. It doesn't matter which map they're playing. doesn't matter if it's big or small. They're using up a lot of time to go run to the other side of the map and heal. Now, the killer, if they want to chase that person and finish the chase... It really depends on what killer they're using. Some killers are great at finishing chases, like Nurse, um, Spirit, Blight, Huntress, uh, even Trickster. Other killers, not so much. Um, finishing chases quickly is, is just not a thing. Like take Legion or Trapper, for example. They struggle with finishing chases. Now, are they supposed to go chase that person into a dead zone where there's no gens? and allow the other survivors to fix the generator. I'm sure that we'll see some kind of change, a nerf, if you will, to these, uh, to burn Boon Circle of Healing and Boon Shadow Step. I'm guessing we'll see a limited amount of times you can bless totems, or they'll be on a, a pretty high cooldown, you know, because I, I just don't know. After it's snuffed, you cannot you cannot bless it for two minutes or, you know, a minute, whatever it's going to be. I think there does have to be a change. And this comes from a guy with 2,000 hours played, and I play basically 50-50, killer and survivor. And again... This won't be the last time we talk about the boon perk. Um, I believe behaviors on record saying that they do want to add more boon perk boon perks to the game. So we'll have to wait and see what those do. And I just want to uh, comment really quickly as well on the interviews. I definitely want to keep the interviews coming. And a big thanks to the people for, to, for listening to the most recent interview with Sergeant Fidget. Sergeant Fidget was an absolute champion, uh, wonderful human, provided me with a ton of advice, and I hope you as well. If you haven't listened, please go back and listen. Sergeant Fidget has an incredible voice and uh, has some really wise words, is, is a very smart person. I felt really lucky to get Sergeant Fidget on the show. Fidget talked about um, effective ways to deal with trolls and the people who lash out of my TikTok comment section. I've been employing those techniques. And in a nutshell, he basically said, you just never know what the other person's going through. There were times, I'll fully admit, there are times in my TikTok comments where somebody would come in and say, they would say something mean and nasty, like, you know, you're always on my For You page and your content is trash. I hate you. Or they'll say, you know, you did this one thing once upon a time. You're a piece of shit. I would report them and... Most of the time, TikTok said they do not, uh, they're not violating the community guidelines. So when that happened, I would actually, def I would defend myself, but I would take it the wrong way. Like sometimes, what I, the first thing I'd do is I'd check their profile. Then I'd go through my checklist. Okay, I'm going to insult their anime profile picture. I'm going to check their content. And if they have less views than me, I'm going to insult them because they're obviously jealous of my view count and my follower count. And that's just not a good look for me. Like 100%, that's just, that gets me nowhere. It, it makes me the bad guy, even though they attacked first. There's no need for me to quote unquote punch down. When Fidget talked about that scenario, he said, you know what? They may only have 200 views in their TikToks right now. 
But he's like, but next week they could go viral. They could pick up some steam. They could get bigger than you. And that's happened. That happened on a regular basis. You just never know. And that's the cool thing about the TikTok algorithm. You just never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to get, what's going to pick up steam, what's going to uh, really beat the algorithm. So moving forward, ever since I had that talk with Fidget, I'm not going and doing those petty little childish things like going into their profile and trying to find ways to fight back because it's exhausting. There's a lot of people. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do, where you're from, just as long as you love me. <laughs> no, um, doesn't matter who you are in in the content creation space. People will find reasons to hate you. Take a look at Ot Starva. He's probably the most beloved Dead by Daylight content creator out there. But there's people out there who hate him for some reason. And if you're listening to this and you have reasons, keep it to yourself. That's not what we're all about here. I'm just using his name as an example. And me, I definitely deliberately toe the line of what people will find acceptable. I, you know, there's... There are times when I deliberately say or do things that toe that line when I know I'm going to catch a lot of heat for having this certain opinion on. But anyway, we had a really, really good talk. I'd really appreciate it if you go back. It's the, the most recent episode, the previous episode, interview with Sergeant Fidget. I definitely have things in the works for other people that I really, really want to talk to. Uh, folks in the Dead by Daylight community, I really want to talk to a lot of my TikTok friends. So uh, yeah, again, if you have any requests, let me know and I'll see what I can do. On the topic of TikTok, please be sure you follow me on TikTok. Uh, I'm posting content on a regular basis and including any new blood point codes that get released from behavior. This episode went a little bit longer than I was expecting. I thought it'd be like a 10 minute thing. But anyway, uh, let's wrap things up here. You can find me streaming on Twitch. I just changed my schedule to Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, same time, 730 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll leave a link in the description of the show notes where you can find me on Twitch, TikTok, um, also the podcast. Um, I'm on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up The Crow Show or, again, click that link in the show notes. And, again, I can't thank y'all enough for listening. Um, I'm getting this show back on the road, making it a weekly podcast. Thank you for being patient with me. Uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the fog.